Hello, hello, I'm Lucinda Liu. And I'm Justin Bao. And you're listening to Portrait Mode. Alright, starting off our, our first real topic of this podcast with episode 2. Just to start things off, Lucinda and I are currently both juniors um, at UW, going into our junior year that is, and it's about to start the school year pretty soon, so we thought this would be a really good time for our first real topic to focus on things we wish we knew before coming to college. We know that for us, we've been reflecting a lot on college, um, especially going into like the halfway point. We know that a lot of our, our listeners probably can relate in some sort of way, no matter what uh, stage of your life you're, you're in currently. Um, so we wanted to really dive deep into some of the things that we wanted to pinpoint um, in terms of just things we wish we knew before coming to either college or UW Seattle specifically. Yeah, and throughout the episode, we will also be talking about our own experiences and how we've dealt with like different situations in college. And so just to start off then, um, I guess like, why did we come to college? What is the reasoning and why are we here in the first place? And so, Justin, you want to talk a little bit about your major and what you're exactly studying? Yeah, that's that's a pretty deep question. But <laughs> um, to, to go more specifically into the major part, and I guess, like, what I'm hoping to get out of college, ever since high school, um, I had some sort of interest in tech, and so I knew I wanted to come to college to further my interest and skills in tech, most likely in, like, the computer science or computer engineering routes, um, and hopefully set myself up for, like, some job in, in software, just tech in general, I guess. I didn't really know what I wanted in high school. Um, and now in college, I've, I've kind of continued down that path, but it's, it's definitely morphed and taken new shapes, and I've definitely developed more purpose behind that, I think. Uh, Usina, how about you? Wow, so insightful. <laughs> For me, um, my major is biochemistry, as probably mentioned before. But basically, I came into college knowing that I wanted to study something in the med field, something life sciences related. I knew that I wanted to pursue this major. I guess what I use this major for can vary a lot because um, now, as mentioned, um, I want to move into the biotech field, kind of leveraging both like natural life sciences to create, um, I guess, like create solutions for many world problems. And so using that major and utilizing what I've learned in classes and carrying that through. And I guess that's also why I picked up a minor in informatics. A lot of the things we learned in informatics are actually very useful. Um, Justin Bao here himself is a double <laughs> major and picked up his major in informatics. So yeah, um, definitely very, very expansive major. Um, very interesting, um, very useful as well. For sure. And uh, if you guys haven't tuned into our first episode where we touched a lot more on like these specific fields and why we are interested in them, definitely check that out um, just so you kind of know a bit more about what we'll be talking about today. Yeah. That kind of touches base on like why we chose our majors, but um, Justin, I'm curious to hear how you would answer this question. Um, how does your major matter? Oh, that's, that's definitely a hot topic right now. It's <laughs> something I've especially started to feel... Um, since entering college, specifically in my field, which is kind of more of like the software field. Um, I guess a lot of the people around me in my classes are going into like software engineering. We're going into a time where majors increasingly seem to matter less. And that's not to say that they don't matter at all, because they still definitely have an impact on both your career and just mm -hmm. what you're studying. Um, but I, 
I'm starting to feel like the major itself, the name on your diploma, doesn't matter as much as really the skills you're getting out of college. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, what I, would you say in terms of that question? <laughs> yeah, no, no, for sure. I think um, definitely, I know coming, especially at UW, there's this stigma of like, oh, I need to get into this specific major. Oh, if I don't get into this major, like, it's over. Like, my life's over. And to be honest, um, I like I definitely understand and empathize with like um, getting into a specific major, but I agree with exactly what you said as well, where we're getting to this era where kind of majors don't matter as much as the specific skills that you hold. And so um, I'm just going to give an example, like going to med school or going to law school. There are actually people from multiple different majors applying to these schools, and you don't necessarily need to major in, like, biochem or, like, molecular bio, neuroscience. Um, what really matters is the prereqs that you hold, and those are the things that really matters because those are the skills that you will be gaining from the classes and carrying over. And so um, when it comes down to majors, there definitely are some things that do matter in terms of, like, the nitty-gritty, all the knowledge that you learn. But in terms of that title that you hold, to be honest, um, is impactful to some extent, but it doesn't define who you are. And I'm trying to be cheesy here <laughs> saying like, oh, your major doesn't define who you are. But that's just um, speaking from the truth. I think um, people um, emphasize too much in terms of like, oh, this is like a must. You know, I have to be majoring in this. Maybe it's a personal thing. Maybe it's not. But um in terms of going into the professional world, majors don't matter as much as you really think it does. I absolutely agree. And just to reinforce that even more, I'll tell just like a couple of my personal stories or, or just like other experiences I've heard from people. Um, I mentioned the software engineering or software field. Um, a lot of people always assume, especially I think at UW, that you always need to be in like the computer science or just some sort of like really hardcore tech field. But I know plenty of people who have done like geography or math or any related, anything that really has to do with uh, any tech or even just completely different fields from tech who have just taken tech uh, classes, they've really developed their tech skills, and they're now working at really prestigious or just really cool roles overall um, in like big companies like Microsoft or maybe some cool tech startups. The same thing happens to just like business students too. Like everyone always assumes you need to be in like the business school to pursue a business career, but you always see people in like communications or economics, just really any other field imaginable. Mm -hmm. As long as you have the skills and you have the, the determination, you work hard towards like whatever field you're interested in and you have like the prereqs as, as Lucinda mentioned and really take the steps um, through classes to develop those skills, you'll, you'll honestly be fine most of the time. Mm -hmm. um, there's still definitely some employers and stuff that look really closely at your majors. You'll always see on applications for jobs, like some sort of major requirement a lot of the time, but don't treat that as a uh, end all be all of, I need to do this one path in order to go down to this one career. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And so basically, since we were already on the topic of like career, something I definitely want to emphasize is putting some time into thinking about which direction you really want to go into in the future and like understanding that maybe it's okay to actually not exactly know in the moment, but definitely be sure to explore. Actually, when coming into college, I didn't have a major. I was uh, just pre-science at the moment. And so I was kind of exploring different things as well, even though I knew I had the mindset of majoring in biochemistry. Um, maybe there's specific things you're passionate about and that's what you want to drive towards. But um, 
being open to explore what actually interests you so not limiting the classes that you're taking so and as mentioned like this is also something i want to emphasize which i definitely um didn't take too much into account freshman year is taking classes that actually interest you something that you want to explore rather than taking classes that like a few friends are taking because i definitely did that myself where i was like oh I'm going to take this architecture class because five of my friends are taking it. Yeah, it I yeah, it was not a fun time. I ended up not going to class for like <laughs> the last six weeks of class. But that's okay. That's another story. Um, So I definitely want to say things that you are interested in, definitely go ahead and just sign up for that class, you know. Um, there's a story I always tell people, which is this class I signed up for, which is Education 251 about equity and diversity. And I like tell everyone to sign up for this class if you're listening to this make sure you sign up for this class it's amazing <laughs> professor john do chen oh my gosh changed my life but yeah basically i had a slight interest in understanding more i guess like educating myself a little bit more in terms of society and after taking this class i definitely say it was a complete 180 i came to realize how ignorant i originally was as well as just like reflecting on my own life experiences and building off of that also educating other people from what you've learned and i think that's what's really important and something i definitely was not expecting when i first signed up for this education class especially because all throughout college i was like oh gotta take these stem classes gotta fulfill these prereqs but something i definitely want to emphasize is take classes that really interest you something that you want to explore yeah i've definitely had really similar experiences to that um, I think coming in, I had this mentality as well of, like, I just need to get these, like, STEM classes mm-hmm. out of the way. I need to get my requirements in. But freshman year, my one of my favorite classes was actually a class. It was um, a class that was only offered that quarter, but it was called Writing About Music. And it was the most fun I've ever had writing. I got, like, a whole English credit from it. Um, but it felt just so freeing. It, it really... I don't want to make this sound like I'm such a creative person or anything, but it, no, it, it, Justin, you are. The, <laughs> I I don't want to I don't want to seem like I'm more creative than I am, but um, it was definitely just like a step in a different direction for me, and it expanded my thinking so much more, and it also made me enjoy something I already enjoy, which is music, and it somehow incorporated that into like a class, and that's just not something I'm really used to, and I'm so glad that I kind of took a step off my like major plan or whatever just to really try this class out and going off that as well it's not always that like you need to completely go off of your curriculum just to try new things Mm -hmm. i think one of the things i've really realized is that often classes will not be in the the path that you're expected to take but they're still not only really interesting to you but also very relevant could even change the way you think about your career path um, I've talked a bit before about how I kind of added more to my tech track. I was originally only interested in computer science. I then also added the, the double major in informatics. Um, and the only reason that ever happened is because I decided to try out this informatics class. It seemed like something that could be interesting to me, even though there was by no means a requirement to take it. And it ended up just adding completely to my like, whole entire career path. It was something I really enjoyed. The mission of it was something I really connected with. And just by taking a slight step off of what I was originally doing in terms of tech, I like realized this whole new potential for how I could take my, my life goals and career um, in the tech field. I'm sure Lucinda also has similar experiences to this, where it's not necessarily like taking a class completely different from your field, but just like a small sidestep that mm-hmm. still opens up so many doors. Yeah. Wow, that's 
big brain bout speaking right here. No, speaking no, 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 facts. No. Don't don't let any of this deceive you. I'm still the small brain bow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess majors is one thing, but um, how about other opportunities outside of that? Something that adds value to choosing your career path, such as internships or like research positions. I will say that your whole life, at least for me in high school, seems so focused on just like doing well in classes. Your parents would always tell you like just get good grades and you'll get where you need to go. But once I got to college, I realized that so much more is happening in terms of like how do you develop, not just like, I guess, developing the skills you learn in class, but like really getting to the career that you want or like what comes after college. That really comes through like the research and internships and just all those things you always hear um, that people are doing outside of class. So Mm -hmm. Lucinda, I'd be interested to hear kind of like your first experiences with how you even found out about this stuff, how you got involved and just like your major takeaways, I guess, from it all. Yeah. Um, I think coming into college, I wasn't really focused as much um, in the very beginning on like research, internships, and like stuff outside of just classes because, you know, I was, I was still going off that high school mindset. Grades are the only thing that matters. I need to get great grades. I need to 4-0 everything. But then coming to realize like there's more to it than just grades and there's other opportunities that will help aid that experience in, I guess, guiding you to your... um your expected career path. Actually, the summer before going into sophomore year, um, I was doing a lot of research in what other opportunities there are. And throughout the summer, I was involved in this research position that was online. And I definitely learned so much, even though it was a volunteer-based position at that moment. They gave me a great opportunity to learn so much in terms of like um, talking to different patients and the different cohorts and stuff. And from there, I applied to another position, which is the position I currently hold right now at Utah Medical Center as a research assistant. Here, we do a lot of um, E. coli research and we're with like the infectious diseases department. Not going to lie, like going into lab every week definitely helped me understand more of what the work life experience is like, I guess. Going into going to like lectures and quiz sections every week, you kind of get that same rhythm, but then you go into a workspace and it's like, wow, completely different. And maybe kind of filtering out what you like and what you don't like. Absolutely. That's a working woman right there. She's moving <laughs> okay. up in the ranks right now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have a really similar experience with all this stuff. I haven't done too much in research specifically, but especially in terms of internships, these have been experiences off the path of just academics that have really opened my eyes to what I'm interested in, what roles I'd want to pursue in the future, what things really motivate me. And I think what I've really realized from all of this is that it's so important to seek these opportunities out. Um, Musunda mentioned how she spent like a whole summer kind of just researching more about like how she can get involved in, in different opportunities to, to kind of feel hands-on what these things that she's been learning in class are like in the real world. The earlier you get involved, the, the earlier you not only have this chance to find out exactly what you want to do um, and really do some cool productive work, but also the more chance you get to connect with people who are going through similar things yeah. to learn more about these different opportunities. Uh, I know me personally, if I had not done like internships and, and just really like, I guess, progressing my career a little more in college, I would never be on the career path I'm on right now. I would still be doing like software engineering role that I was like told to go into from high school. And I would never have realized exactly like what I would actually want to do with my career. Um, which is not to say that that's a bad thing to like stick to something from high school, 
but to not even give other things a chance is definitely not something I think that that most people should try to do. Mm-hmm. Speaking off of what Justin talked about with networking, I definitely think that's super, super, super important. Building a professional network, you never know who you will meet and like what you will learn from these different people because there's like just so many people out there and in terms of like what they're doing and their experiences, how you can learn from that. Also learning from the professional workplace and like how they operate in terms of the daily workflow or what type of work you will be wanting to do in the future. And as I mentioned, filtering out like what you like about something as well as what you don't like. All of this is tied into, I guess, the professional life. Um, you'll get a lot of feedback and you learn a lot from those around you. I guess putting yourself into that situation, you definitely learn so much more than uh, sitting in front of a laptop, reading your textbook. And I think those things are really what matters and those are the things that you'll be experiencing in the future. So getting an early take on that is super important. I definitely recommend researching more into what you're interested in. Don't hesitate to apply to these as well. I know sometimes it can be intimidating and people think like, oh no, internships are for people who are experienced. Like no, <laughs> like no, just, just apply. If you're interested and you know you want to explore more of something definitely don't hesitate to do that and with that being said as mentioned the networking part if you know people who are within this uh, field of interest that you have definitely don't hesitate to reach out to those people as well because I'm almost certain that they will give you their two cents absolutely I've realized that people in the workforce are really really friendly they're always willing to help um, but yeah, just to echo everything, these aren't things you'll learn from the classroom. It's so important to go out and just really like expand your network, all the things Lucinda said. I'm basically just repeating what she said, <laughs> just because it's so, so important. Um, and you'll realize that the more and more you like see people around you doing these things and really do them yourselves as well. Um, yeah. And with that being said, we're not saying school is trash, you know, we, <laughs> we, we love both. But um, I'm interested to hear what you think about the balance between school and these, like, other pursuits. Yeah, I it's it's kind of weird to think about. Like, we're supposed to be in school full-time. We're also supposed to be doing all these other things. It does start to, to weigh down sometimes. Life is hard. Life is really hard. That's a sad truth. But Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think... This is something we'll have to manage at some point in our lives anyways. We'll be working full-time as well as just living our lives. So it's really important to start learning how to balance everything. I know I've, I've begun like getting so much better at planning around like how much time I'm going to spend on school every week versus how much time I'm going to spend doing these other things, like having part-time research or, or jobs or internships or anything. It's really taught me how to manage my time, plan out my week ahead of time, really, and also just keep track of everything I have to do in a week. Um, of course, it, it, you're not going to be able to balance it perfectly at first, but just jumping in is probably the best way to learn how to manage so many things coming at you at once to the point where it won't even feel so bad anymore when you're like working part-time or, or doing an internship while also trying to prepare for school. It's a lot, but you'll realize just how much you can really do. For sure. And then I guess talking about, we've talked a lot about outside the classroom setting, but let's dive deeper into like the in-classroom setting, you know. Let's talk about the important stuff. GPA. Oh, those three (laughs) terrible letters. Yeah, GPAs, I mean, everyone's heard of them ever since like almost middle school probably. Grade point average, if you Uh, don't know what it means. Sorry, everyone knows. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I wish I didn't know what it meant. (laughs) 
Um, but I think especially in college, you always hear like everyone talking about their GPA. You have it on your transcripts, your resumes. You just always have to be like passing classes and stuff. It's a really big focus of college. But Lucinda, how how has your experience been with GPA? Has your grade really impacted like has it told the story of your college experience what 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 do you think about like grades and evaluations overall so far in college wow wow i never knew you can get that deep into gpa but (laughs) um great question i would say all throughout my life i've definitely taken gpa like way 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 too seriously throughout high school i was like yo i got a 4.0 this you know if i don't it's over but coming to college i guess gpa still has like to be honest like for myself, I think um, I always hold a high standard to like my GPA and I always want like the best of the best, but also understanding that um, in college, that's not always going to be happening. Um, there are other things that you have to balance in life. Like as mentioned, coming in fall quarter freshman year, um, my grades were pretty good. I was like, yo, I'm killing Whoa. it in college. Not Big trying to... <laughs> Lucinda here. But then comes winter quarter. Oh, that was a slap in the face. I was like, oh lord. Like, it was it was not good. And so that was like a real turning point. I was like, dang. Wow, what am I doing? Why are my grades this quarter super low? I guess the biggest thing was coming to understand that there are failures that you will go through especially with grades and there might be some tests that you'll bomb but those things are I guess those are the important parts it's um taking those failures and learning from it it's really seeing the takeaways from those and how you can improve in the future with these failures and so I'll just give this uh, this example of math 126 I hate this class but I will talk about it um (laughs) probably the lowest grade I got (laughs) throughout college but that's okay um not a math major not worried about that (laughs) but I remember this is the first exam it was the first midterm I scored below the median and I was like oh it's over. I remember crying <laughs> by myself for like almost an hour. And I was like, wow, I'm such a failure. What is wrong with me? But then the real important part of this was kind of um, not dwelling on this failure, but more so learning from it and kind of utilizing the resources around you too, which is there's always TAs out there um, hosting their office hours, um, willing to help you as well as the professors, even though they may seem intimidating at first. Everyone is there as a resource to help you and even finding the right study group. Um, I know I had a close group of friends um, freshman year. Um, we all studied math together. These, I guess these connections around you and these resources will really help in the future. So um, I thought I was going to absolutely fa- like fail that class, like actually fail out of that class. But it didn't end up being too bad. Even though it wasn't a, the best grade, I definitely did not flunk it. So I was happy with myself. I learned from those failures and I was able to move forward and never took a math class after that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the way you got to live life sometimes. Um, great points though, really. Like, it's really true gpa is not something that is just a life or death kind of thing Mm -hmm. the failures are all something you can learn from not only in terms of like how you can improve later but also i think they have deeper meaning sometimes in that it can really teach you what you have true passions in sometimes if you just can't do well in a class you can't like bring yourself to succeed it might be a sign that that might not be the path for you it's always something that you can interpret in certain ways um never take it i think as like a failure as much as a learning experience for sure Mm -hmm. um but another thing i really wanted to bring up is just how gpa is not your life um 
I mean, as you see, (laughs) yeah, as you see with Lucinda, for example, she's like still doing research. She's doing well in her classes right now. She's in her major, everything like that. Even though she did have like that one like misstep, I guess, with math. Why are you making me sound so smart? I'm really not. You are big brain, Lucinda. (laughs) Okay, stop. (laughs) But what I'm trying to say is that your GPA is not going to narrate your entire college identity. I suppose, even though it seems to be that way traditionally. I think that too many people really reinforce that they have to maintain a high GPA. And of course, sometimes your programs or your like scholarships or stuff require a certain GPA, and that's definitely something that you should take seriously. But what I've learned, especially from my professors so far, is that GPA is not nearly as important as the class itself and what you take away from it, mm-hmm. how it inspires you. I literally had a, a class where my professor on the first day said that grades do not matter. What matters is that you do well in this class. He had students who had gotten like a 2.7, but who had done so well in the class and learned so much. Assignments are such a standardized, like, mathematical way, I guess, to really describe and quantify how well you've specifically done in the class. But as long as you can take away, like, true concepts or skills or anything like that, that's what really matters. I've had classes where I've gotten a 4.0 and I hated the class and I learned (laughs) nothing. Me too. (laughs) Exactly. But I've also had classes where I've learned so much, it honestly changed my entire mindset. And I got like lower than the median. And that's completely okay. Your GPA will not define you as much as what you do with those skills and how you move that forward. Yeah, and with that being said, not trying to be a hypocrite or anything, but like, although we say this, um, I definitely know that I hold myself to a high standard with my GPA, as mentioned before. And so I also want to touch base on, I guess, like not saying GPA doesn't matter whatsoever. Like, yo, go ahead and fail all your classes, you know? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. not what we're trying don't, to say don't at all. Do that. Yeah, we're <laughs> saying, you know, you still have to try and give it your best. Like, how else are you going to explore and learn what you want to do in your career path, right? But there are maybe some specific things that GPA does matter. Um, I'm just going to go back to examples of med school and law school. Those are schools that you kind of will need to consider your GPA, right? But if you are working towards getting a career right after in the tech field, maybe, um, I would say that like skills and all these different things will matter a lot more rather than your GPA itself. Absolutely. Very well said. Very well said. Thank you. Now, you may be wondering, okay, I get it. I should focus on my GPA, but I still need to just take away a lot from this class. But how do I do well? Classes can be hard sometimes. Justin, Lucinda, how do I do well in college? (laughs) Everyone kind of has their own style. There's not really like a one-size-fits-all answer. We can't tell you all the tips and tricks to studying, but we can kind of give you our two cents on how to find that style and how to really make sure you're in an environment where you can study or just succeed the most in your classes. Mm-hmm. So Lucinda, how, how have you kind of realized your own study habits or, or like found study groups or stuff like that? Yeah. Um, like you mentioned, it varies a lot. Even like um, me as a person, like the same person. Um, <laughs> okay, that's, sorry, that didn't make sense. <laughs> sorry. Like even me myself, um, it's the different classes that I'm taking. There's different studying uh, styles. And so I'd say like some are more, maybe they're more uh, reliant on other people. Maybe you need like a study group for this specific class. But then in other cases, it's like, oh, I need to like hardcore grind this myself. I just need to, you know, 
sit myself down and just study this. So there are different ways. Like Justin mentioned, we can't really explain what they are, but kind of getting a taste of what this class is and how, like, if there are some things that you know you struggle in, don't stray away from reaching out. There are times where you you may feel embarrassed to reach out, but in the end, you know, everyone's learning the same thing. Everyone's trying to succeed, and so you shouldn't be ashamed of that. Exploring what really works for you is really important because in the end, um, not saying grades is everything, but in the end, um, your grade will reflect kind of how you have studied, you know? Exactly. It, it is still some sort of metric, and I think that this whole idea of finding your study style or just like how you succeed it carries over from school into your future as well you're not only going to be working in school you're going to be working hard in your career or passion projects or whatever you do in the future so using this time to really experiment see how you work alone how you work with other people what resources really matter to you especially uh, especially in college where all these resources are available as Lucinda mentioned it's the perfect kind of breeding ground for whatever kind of experimentation you want to do in this kind of front. By the time you're out of college, you definitely won't know exactly how you succeed best, but it's a pretty good experience in terms of just kind of honing it in a little further. I know for me coming into to college, I tried everything. I tried studying with other people. I tried studying alone in different environments, uh, reaching out to different resources, and it took a lot of trial and error for me to realize exactly how I do uh, well in my classes the best, but it it's that experimentation trial and error that really got me to where I am now and being pretty comfortable in terms of like knowing how I should prepare for classes and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We've talked a lot about academics and just like all the, the school part of college, I guess so far. So let's take a quick break. Um, and Coffee break. <laughs> and we'll talk a bit more about some of the other parts of college that we've, we've really come to focus on. All right, we are back. And since we've talked a lot about academics and career paths already, let's switch bases to talking about the fun part, you know, the clubs, Mm -hmm. jobs, and even like the social life. Oh, yeah. So obviously, coming to college or just in life in general, it's not always going to be about your academics and career. There's so much more to to your experience that you really have to focus on. That's something that really hit me hard. Like, coming into college, there's so much I had to learn about, like, how to have a social life, how to balance like other activities. Um, so let's just start off with the first thing, especially moving to like a new place. Um, both of us moved from away from home to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Where do your friends come from? Like, how did you make friends? How did you kind of develop that social circle in the first place? You make it sound like I have friends. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Um. Yeah uh friends let's see my first friend i made shout out to sean um was made at ano so at orientation coming to uw i didn't expect meeting a lot of people and um kind of making friends right off the bat but then it turns out like things happen you know make friends from there starting like i guess the first week of school um i just kind of made friends within the residence halls and so it was quite easy i'd say to make friends especially living in in the residential halls um i know it's not for everyone i know um some people don't like living in the residential halls or they think it might be pretty expensive but as for like freshman year branching out and kind of meeting a group of people that you kind of connect with really well is super important and so that's what um i did 
and people came from like all over the place yeah uh connected really well with these people freshman year what about you justin absolutely yeah for me it was a really similar experience my very first friends at uw um, we're pretty much just in my residence hall as well. Just people on my floor, people I met at like the, the welcome week events and stuff like <laughs> that. Um, I was fortunate enough to have some people from my high school come to UW with me. And so I had at least some people I knew already, which was a really comforting experience. Um, but what I kind of wish I knew before coming to UW and just college in general is just how everyone is kind of going into the same situation with the same fears and and just worries in general especially for people who are coming out of state like me and and lucinda everyone's looking for friends just like you everyone's always looking to meet the people that they might be friends with for maybe even the rest of their lives or maybe just for like one quarter in one class or something like that so you should never hesitate to just really make the initiative go to these like events that they're putting on just try to reach out to people talk to people in your residence halls because you never know where a friend might pop up Like, for Lucinda's experience, for example, it's not like she planned to have, like, a (laughs) circle of friends in this one class that she was taking. It just kind of happens, and you just have to talk to people, meet people, and the rest is history from there, I think. And, like, before coming to college, I, to be honest, I thought I was not going to make any friends. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, um, because I didn't really know, like, I did not know a single person. There were probably a couple, four, five people from my high school in, um, Ferndale, which is the the U.S. school that um, was attending UW, but I was not close to any of them either, maybe a couple. Yeah, coming to UW, like a large campus and total different environment, I was like, wow, this is kind of overwhelming and did not know if I was going to be making friends or not, but it turns out there are many opportunities for you to meet people. As Justin mentioned, don't stray away from attending those events. Um, reach out, take initiative. It'll definitely be worth it at the end. Absolutely. Now, we're at school for a reason, of course. We're taking classes. So it's kind of tough sometimes to still have a social life while balancing everything. Um, a big thing that we've, we've kind of been reflecting on is how have we prioritized our friends or social circles while also trying to succeed in the classroom and just doing everything else we, we're at college to do? So Lucinda, how, how has that experience kind of been for you? How have you balanced these two and made sure that you've, like, committed enough time to both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be honest, um, more so this year than last year, um, I kind of fell off the charts. <laughs> Don't think, um, yeah, I guess that's where, like, work-life balance comes into place, where it's, you should be having a balance between all aspects of your life, and that is something that I'm still struggling to work with, but definitely trying to learn from as well kind of taking time with my friend Justin right here you know (laughs) for portrait mode (laughs) so I think there are definitely moments where you will feel very overwhelmed with whether that's like your extracurriculars or with studying for the next midterm but also understanding that you still have friends making time for those people the people who are important to your life Uh, I definitely enjoy hanging out with my friends but there are times where I'm like oh, I, sorry, I have to study. Oh, no, you know, this is what I got to do instead of um, prioritizing them. But I'm coming to realize that college is only four years and with COVID right now, maybe cut down to probably three years. Yeah, in person. (laughs) Yeah, in person. So I'm realizing that these moments here are very, very precious and you never know when the last time you'll like hang out with someone is. 
making time for these people who are important in your life is super essential. And these are people who will probably attend your wedding, you know? Like, Ooh. those people are super important to me. Um, taking the time out of your day, maybe, like, just one hour, you know? Studying for one hour won't affect that much of your grades for, for your midterm. Um, those things uh, I'm coming to realize are much more important to me now than so before. Absolutely agree. And especially now in COVID, like, you never know really how much time you'll have with your friends. So just make the most of it. Of course, learn to say no. Don't don't go out yeah, every yeah, single yeah. time. Especially <laughs> if you have like a midterm literally in four hours or something. Like be be rational. Yeah, about yeah, it, don't but, do that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're just on the fence, you, you just feel like you don't want to go out, just maybe try it out. Of course, be comfortable, but you never know how, how much fun, how much you'll cherish it down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of my experience as well with just prioritizing everything, I think that one way I've also found in terms of like creating these long lasting relationships um, and really valuing my time in college is learning to blend my my other affairs or or just everything with having friends and having connections and stuff like that. Um, We've touched a lot on finding friends in your classes and stuff like that, but also just finding friends in like other shared activities clubs organizations maybe even like part-time jobs or anything else you're involved in is a great way to be pursuing something you're passionate about um while also spending some time with people you enjoy especially finding like-minded people who are doing the same things pursuing the same interests maybe working on the same projects for example lucinda and i get to spend time together (laughs) hanging out while also making this podcast it's just a, a great way to kill do two birds with one stone that's true um yeah and i i think a really great thing i wish i i kind of knew coming into college is just how driven everyone is uh, mm. i think i've mentioned this before but it really makes it easier to not have to differentiate hanging out with people from maybe doing some things that you're passionate in or that you might consider like working on something because a lot of the times they can be one and the same just because so many people around you will share that same like initiative to want to do cool things in the world whether academic or not academic yeah that's that's definitely super true all right so in terms of kind of this split between um academic like focuses and then also finding other things that you are interested in in terms of people or just friends we also wanted to take some time to talk about how we kind of realized like other aspects of college that that are apart from our academics like what organizations do we want to be a part of what kind of like missions or or what kind of things we want to devote ourselves to side projects or hobbies Lucinda how did you kind of look for these different hobbies or just other things to put your time into coming to college yeah like just to mention um you know classes they may be really important and everything but there are other things that um you may be passionate about some things that i'm involved in includes like being an ra um chinese student association and uh i guess there's also the side project that i'm working on but these things are things that you feel inspired to commit yourself towards I guess kind of touching base on the RA position um I initially signed up thinking that oh this would be a great like leadership experience um interacting with residents being able to act as like a mentor for them being a resource and helping out and supporting when needed um and that feeling of kind of like making impact on someone who's transitioning from high school to their freshman year of college um found out that is really impactful and being able to talk to people and interact with just a diverse group of people as well those little things are things that make me happy you know and kind of um (laughs) and just 
I guess committing yourself to different things uh, that make you happy. For example, like CSA, um, I guess just being in CSA, you feel very welcome. Even though like people are studying different things, you are still working to this one mission, which is advocating for Chinese culture. I think the fact that everyone has that mindset, um, people have similar backgrounds, um, we all have a similar goal. And these are things that brings people together, right? Those things are also what makes you happy. And being happy is super important. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not trying to be cheesy or anything, but your like well-being and your happiness also matters. And you're in college, right? You're not just here to, I mean, yeah, you're here to get a degree. That's the main point. But (laughs) alongside, you also are, I guess, gaining the most out of this experience that you have. 100%. Yeah, I I agree with everything Lucinda mentioned. And I, I would want to put a, a little bit of a spin on that as well. Um, I I think a general theme of a lot of the things I've been talking about is just how many of like these other things you do in college can intersect with your academics or just things you're already focused on in your academics or career. Um, and these, these other clubs or opportunities or whatever you do in college can also be the exact same they can be things that you're really interested in because they're kind of related to your your ultimate life or career goals but just putting a, a small spin on it in like a, a more i guess like diverse perspective almost um what i mean by this is there's so many opportunities to interact with people in your field or in related fields while still i guess apart enough from your academics and your classes and your career to kind of hone in a little more on like what you want to focus on in this one field um i know there's a lot of cultural representation in like different professional fields like med like there's like a cultural medicine organizations or like cultural like business organizations um as well as just like a lot of really cool clubs on campus they're doing like some specific career field plus like this added mm, mission yeah i know there's a really cool uh, organization at uw that focuses on like sustainability in business which i think is something i've never really thought of um especially in like a business curriculum and definitely not in like a student organization but there's so many other opportunities to like inject a little bit of what you're passionate in into what you're kind of pursuing in terms of a career um one way i've been able to do this is i'm an organizer for dub hacks which is um a 24-hour hackathon uh here at uw and while it's like super techie already it's pretty related to like my general career field it focuses a lot on making tech accessible to people making tech um a a place of diversity and, and really diverse thoughts and opinions and perspectives and identities that go into the tech um i think it's something that i've recognized is something that the tech industry needs to focus on a little more and so i'm able to put that that energy into something that's not only related to my career, but something that I really am passionate about and do enjoy. Um, I guess that was a long-winded way of saying, like, really put yourself out there. Try to find things you you genuinely enjoy and that you're passionate about. And don't be scared just to find ways to make all these things um, overlap together in the patchwork of your college experience. And with that being said, um, talking a lot about, I guess, these organizations that we're involved in, just a heads up for people who are, I guess, like coming into college. Um, not sure if there's any listening, but <laughs> if there are, um, I recommend kind of um, researching into the different organizations at your school initially before coming to college or um, I guess like even throughout the year if you're ever interested because chances are 
this organization or this specific thing you're interested in is um, available at your school as an organization. Yeah, and a little UW tour guide moment for me right here. <laughs> there are over 1,000 RSOs or registered student organizations at UW, and you can make your own pretty easily. So for anyone interested in UW or just like similar schools, there's bound to be at least something and some group that share an interest with you. Wow. <laughs> Real tour guide here speaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've talked a lot about like clubs and, and friends and stuff like that. But how about just like more, I guess, like stuff going on around you? Of course, in college, you're you're kind of living more on your own. So you might need to pick up like a part time job. Um, Lucinda, have you had an experience with like planning around looking for jobs or just like, do you know any stories of people who like work part time while also being in school? Stuff like that. Right now. I'd say it's pretty common um, that people are working like part-time jobs. Maybe this is just because you want some extra pocket money or trying to pay for your rent the next month, you know, um, different situations. Every Everyone's different. But for me, freshman year, I did not have a part-time job at all because I solely want to focus on, um, I guess, um, my academics. But then leaning into sophomore year, I'm kind of getting the hang of the rhythm. I thought, uh, well, I guess my research position, it was kind of like both. I guess it was like kill two birds with one stone where um, I was able to get that research experience as well as um, getting paid for that position. So that is a part-time job that, or I guess it's a job, but yeah, part-time experience thing. Yeah. That um, I have. And so that is something that kind of just gives me extra pocket money. Also my sophomore year, as mentioned, I am an RA, still am. So I guess, yeah, still getting that um, benefit of being an RA. I get provided free housing and free food. Oh, that resident advisor. <laughs> oh, that yeah. Package. That's nice. <laughs> it is pretty nice. Not going to lie. You get to interact with people. You get free housing, free food. So I definitely say the benefits to that is amazing. Those are some things I didn't have to worry as much about, like um, finding, a place, finding a lease to sign for the next year, you know. From those positions, though, I've definitely learned a lot. It's not just the money that you're taking away from it, but it's also the experience, as I mentioned. 100%. I know, like, for me personally, I am currently working two different part-time jobs, or going into two different part-time jobs. Working man! Okay. (laughs) Um, One great thing about college that I really didn't realize until actually getting here is just how many opportunities there are for part-time jobs, either in stores or restaurants around campus, but especially like on campus themselves. So far, um, I've gone to three different part-time jobs just on campus, actually. Um, I've worked as a TA for a class, um, and I'm currently a tour guide, as well as going into like a peer advising kind of job um, for the CS department, uh, which has just been a really- Wow, I didn't even know that. Really? Yeah, I didn't (laughs) even know that. All right, sorry, keep keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I haven't talked about it much since it hasn't technically started, but these these have been just really great ways, as Lucinda mentioned, to like make some extra cash for myself, like just to spend on on food expenses, rent, whatever else I I might need now that I'm kind of living on my own in college. Um, And it also has just given me so many extra experiences. It's taught me a bit about like punctuality um, and just like being on time to work, being diligent. As well as just like feeling, I guess, a bit more accomplished with myself. In school, you kind of feel like you're, you are doing a lot of great things, but you're not really like being as like productive in in the workforce or in in life, I guess. But having these student part-time jobs has made me able to balance not only being a student, but also feeling like I'm really 
being a part of this like workforce and and doing something interesting and like it i guess it kind of makes me feel a bit like a grown-up adult um <laughs> it's it's just been a great way to to develop those skills and take some takeaways while, while also making a little bit on the side for sure yeah to add on top of that um i'm going to plug the campus tour guide position even though i'm just gonna expose myself even though i did not get the position myself <laughs> that's okay i am happy for justin because honestly that position is amazing like imagine being paid for just talking about your school and like how amazing it is walking around enjoying the scenery and talking to prospective students and helping them make their decision so these things it's like maybe yes the money does matter but like also it's the it's kind of like things that you enjoy doing as well so i'd like i'd definitely give a tour for free like but imagine <laughs> getting paid for that as well that's like amazing exactly i have to plug the ra position too because it's like pretty similar in fact it's probably a better deal than than being a tour guide so definitely try both of those out uh whatever college you end up going to most colleges have both of those positions so like plug for both of those for sure yes <laughs> All right, the last thing we kind of wanted to talk about in this general category is just like everything going around in the world, especially now in, in a time where social media and just uh, data and everything have made everything going on in terms of current and social events so accessible to everyone. How do you kind of balance being a student, doing all these other things you might be doing, and also just being like a, a citizen, like you're uh, <laughs> fulfilling your civil duties, just being aware of everything happening um voting now that you're like of the legal age all this all this mm. stuff i guess um i can start off a bit just by saying that it's really hard it definitely is hard to be focused on so many things when you're also trying to bet like better yourself and make sure you can have an impact on the world through your college career um but i think we live in a time where a lot of the people our age are always so i guess alert about everything they're always like willing to talk um, the conversations become less about, I guess, like petty things that I feel like high school conversations <laughs> might be more uh, associated with. And I found that a lot of the conversations I've had in college with just random people or just friends have been around things that really matter in the world. And so it's, it's a really good time to start getting involved, start reading like newspapers, listening to podcasts mm -hmm. about events um, and have people who are also kind of in the same boat and who are trying to learn as much about the world as possible and starting to make an impact as well yeah for sure i think um definitely like starting those impactful and meaningful conversations is super important and as justin mentioned um we are all students we are all citizens of this country <laughs> um we're all balancing different things in life but i would say definitely being aware of current events like social events that are happening around you because um chances are that these things will impact your career path as well like my career path in the biotech field even though they may be two different things they're actually very interconnected in some way absolutely yeah it's it's really important to think about like everything comes back to you somehow so especially now that we're thinking about our careers this is the perfect time to to be so aware of that <laughs> one last thing i'll say about that as well is that now that we're kind of beginning to mature a little bit more we're starting to like transition from our childhood into like becoming full functioning adults in society this is a really important time for us to start like speaking up or just being active um making actions that we believe will like start to to move the world towards things that we believe need to happen 
Um, this is not to say that you absolutely have to like drop everything you're doing and become like the most vocal advocate for every single cause. But it's definitely a responsibility that we have to keep in mind, at least in the back of our heads. Yeah. Um, that we, we're finally getting to an age where we, we are starting to have some sort of influence. Um, we're starting to have the resources available to us to have a voice. Um, so we, we might not want to try to squander that. Um, no pressure on anyone to like get out and act immediately. Just trying your best and making sure you're thinking about it will be perfectly fine. I think coming into high school, I always felt a little small. Um, not really able to make an impact or, or feeling like I didn't, I shouldn't have to care about these things. But in college, I'm really, really realizing that the people around me are making real positive, constructive change, either in my community or like even larger scale. And it's, it's really inspired me to start thinking more about that the, the older I get. Yeah, for sure. Um, Justin said it all. Um, I don't know how to top that off. <laughs> but yeah, um, participating in these conversations, understanding and aware, being more aware of those that are around you. And um, I, I guess like chances are the people around you are also thinking the same thing too. Mm-hmm. So don't hesitate to just like start a conversation with someone, um, whether it's like your friends or someone who made a post on Instagram, doesn't matter what it is. But there are people around you that are definitely aware of these things. And so, yeah. Alright, so that tops that kind of like, I guess other parts of your college experience life category off. Let's take another quick break, um, take a sip of our tea really quickly, and we'll, we, we will be back shortly. Alright, and we are back again. So we've talked a lot about like careers, college in general, um, clubs part-time jobs everything but um there are probably some things that we haven't hit yet so just some miscellaneous things such as like learn to live on your own and just kind of maturing throughout college yeah so i think college has been such a rewarding experience for me particularly because it's kind of taught me just general life skills like things i really needed um that i didn't really learn from like living at home and stuff the first thing that i've really discovered recently especially so that you should just really invest in yourself in every sense of the word. Um, what I mean by that is, I mean, at first you think investing like money, so like buying proper laptops, buying buying proper like beds or, or like anything you might need to live, like really make sure you invest into getting good quality out of it. Um, I know a lot of the times it's tempting to just go for that super cheap option, the like $5 bed sheet or something that might like... <laughs> hair after like six months or something it's not gonna last you throughout college or maybe like getting the cheapest laptop that just runs super slowly and is going to end up like crashing after two years and just being unrecoverable that was me <laughs> beginning of freshman year i did that and yeah i've already gotten a new laptop <laughs> there we go what we've kind of realized is that it's it's a time where these things are supposed to last you for a while it's not like in elementary school when you get like a new school supplies list every year and you're just like get that to last through the year until you get a new one we really have to start thinking about like where does the quality really matter um we need to make sure we're we're getting like the the right resources and and stuff for ourselves to to really like make sure that we're living our best selves and that we're succeeding um not only in like academics and stuff but also just like enjoying our lives and being healthy and stuff like that and by investing i don't just mean like buying things but also investing your time and energy into the proper places so sometimes you can be really stressed about like a test. You might want to just spend like 24 hours straight pulling an all-nighter studying for this one thing that you're worried about. 
but it can be also important to focus on maybe cooking a proper meal, um, spending time with friends, just making sure you're okay, and really just thinking about what's a, the best use of my time right now? Is it going to be to either spend this time studying when I could be hanging out with friends, or maybe the opposite? Should I really be spending some more time going out with friends when I should be focusing on this class I'm behind in? Um, don't be afraid to make like the the harder step i guess of like taking taking it a step further making sure you're investing time and energy into making sure you're on the right track and staying okay Mm -hmm. yeah basically yeah you hit all the points and kind of transitioning to taking care of yourself both like physically and mentally really focusing on your mental health and well-being in college um we know a lot of the times it is very stressful there are times where you know you're you want to pull that all-nighter you want to study like a few extra hours for that exam But really, like, honing it down and just, like, taking time for yourself. Like, I guess, like, taking those 10 minutes before going to sleep um, just for yourself, you know, giving yourself some time and really taking care of your mental health because that is what's really important in the end, um, along with what um, Justin has already said about, like, investing in yourself, not with just money, but with time and energy as well. Yeah, and another thing that can be kind of hard that we've definitely struggled with, especially now during, like, COVID eras and stuff, is... How to appreciate being home with your family, as well as like finding your own path through college, living on your own, being independent. Obviously, coming out of high school, you've been stuck with your family for so long, whether you like it or not. <laughs> sometimes people really want to get out. Sometimes people are going to like be scared and want to stay home. And so we, we've really been trying to find this balance of making sure you're spending enough time appreciating your family, visiting home every once in a while if possible, calling home, just talking with your family, keeping them updated. Also making sure that you're spending enough time developing on your own. Um, If you're someone who's more independent, definitely spending that time to develop yourself, learn how to live on your own. And even if you're not that independent, making sure you at least get out of your comfort zone a little bit um, and and try transitioning into a phase of your life where you're not just always going to be around your family. Um, Mm -hmm. Lucinda, how has this balance kind of been for you so far? Yeah, um, I think... As of right now, I think I'm definitely coming to appreciate um, the time I'm spending with my family a lot more because I'm noticing that we don't really have a lot of time left to like gather a whole family together. And because of like COVID, um, I wasn't able to return home. I was RAing over the summer, even throughout spring quarter. And so I haven't been home for like quite a while now. And um, to be honest, like, Although I always complain when I'm at home with my parents, like, wow, doing all these chores <laughs> and, like, you know, it just, like, takes a lot of time to, like, spend time with them. But I'm um, realizing that these are really special moments. Um, eventually, it'll be less likely that you'll have these chances to spend time with your whole family, with my family, um, both my parents and my brother. You know, it's like everyone is very busy. Taking the time out of your day to spend time with them is super, super important. My family actually came to visit me like two weeks ago and I just really appreciate that time with them. Didn't get to spend too much time with them. It was only like three days, but um, yeah, definitely gave me another kind of perspective in terms of appreciating um, the time spent with your family. And with that being said, there's like probably some people who come here as freshmen. They're like, wow, I'm not going to call my parents. I'm so cool. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I don't need my family. I need to meet new friends. But like, come on, just just give your parents a call. Like, it's not that bad. Um, Definitely check in how they're doing. They're probably super worried about you, you know. 
yeah, that's what I want to say. Because I know I've dealt with a few residents, lol, in the <laughs> residential halls where they just don't call their family because they think they're so cool. And I'm like, can you not? Just come on. Your your family loves you. You love your family. Don't be a rebel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I will say I, I have strayed more towards that ty- that kind of attitude sometimes. Not to say that I don't appreciate them, but it's definitely been like hard to, to keep that in my schedule sometimes. It really is important. Um, I've realized that family is, like, the only thing, really, at this point that you can 100% rely on. Um, your friends from back home, you never know where they might be, even if you're still close. Um, your friends here are, are relatively new, and you never know, like, what new adventures you'll have with them, but your family will always be your family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the past, I've, or even now, honestly, like, there's been times where I've, like, been super willing to, like, just go out and be independent. I, I'm a really independent person, personally. But even then, there's times where I'll just be on my own and I'll be missing my family a little bit. Um, wishing that I could, like, I guess reflect on those memories a little more. So, don't be afraid to reach out to your family, but also just learn to strike that balance. It's a hard thing to do, but just the more you jump into it and the more you prepare for it beforehand, I think the easier it'll get. Mm-hmm. You don't realize it until you're actually away from home, where you actually mm-hmm. start missing them. That's mm-hmm. like something I definitely didn't think I would realize, but that it does hit deep, you know. Absolutely, yeah. we're all we're all just softies <laughs> on the inside. Yeah. All right. So now we've gone through a lot of like more detailed things, kind of gone to our own experiences. We want to do a quick lightning round of just like some quick tips and tricks we have um, that we really want to make sure that we share. These are all things that we've both gone over and we've like (laughs) definitely had to go find them out the hard way through college so Mm -hmm. we just really want to share those really quickly i'm excited for this yeah so you want to start us off (laughs) yes okay so number one don't buy textbooks before attending the first lecture or and don't um, pay full price for your textbooks it is not worth it not worth it at all you won't even realize how the costs add up okay next definitely look up your professor ratings before classes they have so many sources like ratemyprofessors.com you're stuck with a bad professor it's gonna be a long course (laughs) yeah and next one is make use of the student discounts trust me those will add up and then you'll be saving a bunch of money so definitely make use of those Mm mm-hmm Next is don't be afraid to make friends with older people. It can be really easy to stick with, like, your same grade, but those older people are really going to help you out. They're going to take you under their wings sometimes. Just don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah, mooch off of them. Oh, yeah. Free food, (laughs) baby. Uh, Next is get a vacuum. Uh, Justin wanted to add this because he is not clean. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) But definitely clean up after yourself, whether that's um, if you're living alone, um, don't care. You know, stay hygienic. But if you're living with um, roommates, definitely vacuum. Yeah, and... Let me just say, my handheld vacuum is my prized possession. Don't believe what she says. <laughs> okay, next, get LinkedIn. It's, it sounds kind of scary to jump into so quickly, but the earlier you get it, the quicker you can really transition into being like a full working adult and having a super cool job with a nice paycheck. Next one's my favorite, which is find a close group of friends to create a family subscription plan <laughs> on many different platforms. So these people are probably the people who will stick with you throughout your life, you know. Think about it. Netflix at the age of 50 with all the people you have. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Shout out Johnny and Ben for sharing (laughs) that Netflix account with me. Thank you. All right. Next, put a hook by the door for keys. This is one I wanted to add because there's definitely been times that me or my roommates have just forgotten their keys. Um, If you put it by the door, you won't forget it when you go out. And the next one isn't even just like 
doesn't just pertain to college, but I suggest say like life in general, which is don't make assumptions about people before actually having a conversation with them. Um, yeah, don't make these, don't judge a book by its cover. Kind of cheesy, but that's true. <laughs> All right. Make sure to get enough sleep. We've said it before. You probably heard it from your parents, but it's so true. If you want to stay up the extra hour to study, it'll just be more worth it to be well rested in the morning and have more energy to study the next day. My mom always told me it's better to be well rested for a test than to cram in one extra hour and be so sluggish you will forget everything. Mm-hmm, definitely. And then make use of all the recreational facilities. You are definitely paying for it. You might as well use it. Oh, yeah. Next, do some pricing research before you buy things, even if you really need them. It's easy to buy that, like, apple from the grocery store on campus, but it can be, like, $2 extra. So really just keep that in mind before the costs add up. And then go to the doctors regularly. You want to stay healthy. You know, you're in college. You got to use that brain. It's got (laughs) to function properly. (laughs) It is. It is. Your parents won't be bugging you either for that. Okay, next... Have a consistent scheduling method. Both of us love Google Calendar. We use it so much. Oh, it's so good. So (laughs) nice. But it's things will just start adding up. We've talked so much about it. Really have something in mind so that you can schedule well. Next is wake up early for registration. Oh my gosh, this is this (laughs) emphasize this. Wake up early, okay? If you don't wake up early to register, people will take your classes. Trust me. Oh yeah. Next is carry some sort of self defense or just emergency things in general. Um, typically college campuses are more or less safe, but it's never a bad thing to be prepared with like pepper spray or something like that. Just make sure that it's legal, um, and accessible and you're well-trained in it. Mm -hmm. And then get a full length mirror, you know, before leaving, I guess not anymore, but regularly before leaving your house, you know, you want to get a close look at that fit of yours, making sure it's fresh. Yeah. (laughs) And last but not least, since we can't squeeze them all in, we're just going to end with be kind. Aww. (laughs) It's true. If you're kind to everyone, as cheesy as it can sound, that's really all we need. Um, Don't be a bad person, please. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess that wraps up our lightning round. That's kind of fun, right? (laughs) (laughs) That kind of sums up our whole episode here. We wanted to talk about a lot of points, um, but some, I guess some, like, key takeaways and summaries that we want to mention and emphasize is, I guess I'll start off, which is kind of making the most of your time in college. Um, like mentioned, we only have four years here, possibly three in person, kind of sad, but seriously, taking advantage of the resources around you and the opportunities at this stage of your life, because you probably won't have a chance to utilize these free resources around you. You're paying for the tuition, you're paying for the resources, um, those all come together. When else? would you have the chance to try so many new things without working full-time every day yeah basically make the most of your time here and to go off that point we also wanted to serve a key takeaway in that college is designed for this kind of transition period it's specifically put between your childhood and high school into like afterwards becoming a full-fledged adult so it's designed for you to grow to discover yourself explore discover and develop your interests and really just reflecting on how much you've grown as well throughout college is that random points throughout is really really important to see just how far you've gone Mm -hmm. and then as well these four years you'll learn so much about yourself um i know it's only been two years i oh my gosh it's the halfway mark already oh yeah oh lord (laughs) okay yeah but yeah um throughout these two years doesn't seem like too much of time if you compare it to your whole life but like dang i've learned so much i've definitely learned so much about myself about the people around me kind of taking the experiences all around 
both with the ups and downs. I definitely um, learned from the failures, went along with the successes, but emphasizing don't be afraid to fail as mentioned. uh, I mean, I didn't fail multiple times, but I I probably did fail multiple times. (laughs) But um, as mentioned, that Math 126 failure, learned a lot from it. And it's like a, it's a stepping stone, you know, Um, you, you learn from it and then you grow from that. Mm-hmm. Now, another common theme we've kind of had throughout this is that it's also a good time to start planning for your future. I think as a kid, it's really easy to just think short term, but college is really the time where you can start thinking, what's past this? What am I going to do with my life? It's a really big question, so this is the time to figure that out. But the sooner you start planning for your future and start thinking more long term, the easier it'll be to, to kind of have that transition be a bit smoother for yourself. And so you can really make sure that you're doing what you want to be doing, that you're on the path that you want to be on. Mm-hmm. And then since we're talking about long term, make friends. These friends that you make in college, as you've probably heard from multiple people, will stay in your life forever um, or not forever or or I mean, I guess forever. Yeah. yeah. Justin, I hope you stay in my life forever. Really? Yeah. That's so, wait, that's honestly like the nicest thing anyone has said to me. <laughs> that's, okay, coming from me, that's kind of sad. I'm just kidding. Okay, um, yeah, but basically, you're never alone in this journey. You'll always have people supporting you left and right. Find a close group of friends, people who you really connect with. It'll really be worth it. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, take care of yourself. This is a time of so much change, so much going on in your life, and it can be stressful not only physically but mentally everything in between so it's really important to work hard play hard but also just take some time for yourself make sure you're doing okay check it uh have someone you can check in with take care of your body there's so much more to life than just stressing over everything and making sure you're in the right place i know we've talked so much about that but you can't enjoy your future if you're not going to make it to your future of course so really spend spend this time to make sure you're doing okay Take care of yourself, work-life balance, all that good stuff. Facts. (laughs) So that kind of sums it all up. Um, Obviously, we don't have all the answers to maybe your burning desired questions, but um, we just kind of want to touch base on these few things. Um, These are just takeaways from our personal experiences as well. um, Maybe these are things that will happen in the future of your lives. So um, just honing in on things we wish we knew before we came into college. All right, guys, that's been the end of our episode, our first real episode, I guess, talking about like a specific topic. Yeah, it's been fun, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Hope you either learned something if you're kind of still going into college or or just, I guess, thinking more about like how you're going to go through college as well. Or maybe if you haven't learned something, either learn more about us, uh, just gone through this journey together or, or maybe related in some way. Yep, and that's it for this episode. Um, We will see you all soon. What's poppin'? In three, two, one, action. I'm a to see sometime the world will change for me. And be so wonderful. <laughs> Live life. <laughs> and be so wonderful. <laughs> I'm telling you that I'll be all.